guys. I'm here with my daughter today, Karina or Nina. I want to, she's with me. She's upset. And I'm just going to go ahead and talk about feeding your kids because inspiration, you know, she's right here. Um, so what I want to just remind you about is that the only thing you can control is yourself. Okay, so remember that as we are going into this. So I'm going to give you a couple um, helpful suggestions for feeding your kids in a way that's not going to drive you crazy. This is the Holy Healthy Mama podcast, where moms show up to live their healthiest lives. In season two, we are going to put a hard stop to feeling uncomfortable in your skin for one day or one second longer. If you ask me, God has a beautiful plan for each and every one of us. It's time to lean into that plan, take messy action, and show the heck up for yourself. Oh, and who am I? I'm Kristen Noriega, your host, registered dietitian nutritionist, mom weight loss expert, military spouse, and mom of three. Let's do this, friend. Okay, as you listen to this and you're thinking about meals and how stressful they might be sometimes, you know, you're going to get some great tips for how to handle your children. However, if you need more than this, you need to streamline meals. You need to stop having to put so much effort, so much brain power, so much time planning and meal prepping, then you want to get into the brand new Master Easy Meals mini course. It is available for you, mama, right now. You can go to the link below to find it. This will change everything. I have used this with clients who are really far into the process of you know, figuring out how to feel comfortable in their bodies. And I've also used it with clients who are right at the beginning. So no matter where you are on that spectrum of feeling comfortable and managing your weight, whether you're pregnant, whether you are raising a ton of little kids and have your own army, (laughs) wherever you are, if you want meals to serve you to be less stressful, more simple, easier, nutritious, than the Master Easy Meals mini courses for you. All right, let's get to this feeding your kids content. The first thing is I often hear from moms, you know, I, I'm not working specifically on childhood nutrition, but more so the moms and the peace with meals and peace with food and all of that. And when you are experiencing a lot of mealtime strife because of your little ones it just sucks the joy right out of your meal so I wanted to start with you know one of the number one things I hear from moms is there's so much food waste and yeah yeah there is a lot of food waste with little kids and so you know whenever you are loading up their plate picture the size of their stomachs, okay? We have bigger stomachs than they do. So why would we want to load up their plate so full that's automatically like just causing food waste, you know, unless you're planning to eat all of their leftovers, 
which is a whole nother show topic, you know, whole nother video topic. If you're going to eat all of their leftovers, that could be contributing to how you're feeling in your body. But really just visually, if you look at their plate, are you putting more food than would probably fit in their stomach? Their stomachs are only about, you know, like that big, maybe like a circle. I'm holding for anybody on the podcast. I'm holding my hand up, just like almost touching my middle finger and my thumb. Their stomachs are tiny and they're tiny people. So whenever you load up the plate, you're just setting yourself up for food waste. So now the next thing is, the next thing I always hear is, my kids are so picky. They won't eat anything. I can't try healthy food because my kids won't eat it. So here's the like magic rule of thumb. Put on the plate, if you were to, you know, in general, put two food items that they like or are familiar with and one that's unfamiliar. That way, you know, they're going to eat two things that they like. They will eat something. They will have nutrition. They will not starve to death. So let's look at, um, just let's, let me see, an example for lunch would be if they like baby carrots, they like peanut butter and jelly, and you're going to go ahead and put on some grapes. They will never, they never seem to eat the grapes for you, but you're just trying and trying and trying. So you use two things that they like. And that third thing is just going to, you know, you're doing it for exposure, knowing they might not eat it. And keep in mind, again, realistic portion sizes here. So if you're going to put a bunch of 10 grapes, like, you know, a bunch, (laughs) a group of 10 grapes on their plate, that would be overwhelming. That's like somebody telling you, you know, if you hated, if you hated grapes or whatever your food is, and they're like shoving a ton at you, it's like, good grief, get that out of my face. But if someone was to say, do you want to try this one? You might be more receptive. So on your child's plate, you could put one grape or two grapes, something to just say, just to ensure that they are being offered the choice. And of course, as always, cut things appropriately, okay? (laughs) Make sure you're feeding your children safely. Um, Yeah, so you wanna, this is also good advice for how to avoid like separate mom meals and separate kid meals, because that never works either. So whatever you're eating, they can eat too. Now, you might find that they don't like raw veggies or they don't like cooked. So as part of this repeated exposure that you're going to be giving your kids, you want to also vary the texture, vary the sizes, vary the dips you're serving it with, okay? So if we're, let's go back to the carrot example. Your kids love raw carrots, cool. Unfortunately, they can't have raw carrots every day, all day long, right? They got to have some variety. Variety is very important and key for making sure that all the nutrient needs are being met. So what do you do? Because they eat raw carrots, but hate cooked carrots. So you might want to try 
Here's a smile. Is that a smile? No, not a smile. You might want to try chopping up the carrots into circles. You know, if um, like uh, chopping the carrots, yeah, circles and cooking them. You might want to try cubing them. You could try shredded. You could try incorporating them into different foods. But you always want to give your kids a heads up. Um, hiding foods and sneaking foods in is never going to be the way to do it because that leads to mistrust. So you want to just say, okay, there's carrots in here in our, you know, soup. And here's the key. If you don't like them, you can pull them out. You don't have to eat them. It's okay. Because if the soup is the example, they might like the noodles, they like the meat, they like the peas, but they're just going to leave the carrot. And that's fine. You are doing your job as mom by continuing to offer the food. Right? So, and again, I'm just, we're going through this because when meals have no joy, it like sucks our, sucks the life out of us, right? As mom. So this is just helping you minimize some of those mealtime struggles, right? So we're looking at variety, uh, different presentation, different styles of cooking, try different seasonings for goodness sakes. Think of yourself. If, you know, something is bland and you don't like it, well, you might like it if you seasoned it very well. Uh, you could start to add bits of paprika. Do fresh herbs. Get the kids involved in fresh herbs and they're going to think it's so cool. I mean, if you grow a rosemary plant, you get your kids used to the smell of rosemary. They're going to be able to pick it out in different foods. They're going to enjoy it more, appreciate it more, understand it more, you know, and that's just really fun for them when they can see that the food can come from a plant and they can put it right on their food. It's really cool. Right? <laughs> My daughter, she just woke up from a nap and had a bad, bad, bad wake up, but she's all right. So uh, let's see, what is there? Checking my notes here. All right, so the last thing, I want you to really just think about the language that you're using when you're talking to your kids about meals and food. All right, so if you tell them you have to eat this or there's a consequence, the whole experience becomes negative, right? You just set a consequence, set the tone, it's all negative. And that stinks for everybody because it makes you angry, it makes them go into fight or flight mode. And gosh, it's not going to be fun. So when you're thinking about this, this food and you put on to the plate the grapes that your kids don't like, or you could try peas, you know, whatever it is, whatever food you're trying to expose. And you have this kid, my four-year-old in particular, he's going through a very picky stage. If I put something on his plate that he doesn't like, he automatically goes, no, I don't like this food. I don't like tomatoes. And I, my response is, that's fine. You don't have to eat them. You can leave them there. 
And the same goes for like that soup example. That's fine. You don't have to eat them. You can leave them there. And, you know, whenever you are uh, going back to, going back to that role where you do two familiar and one non unfamiliar, the same thing applies. They're like this all is full circle. They are going to eat those familiar foods. They might not eat the unfamiliar foods, but they are going to be nourished. So it's going to be okay. Your job is to just offer really nutritious foods, create a positive environment, and really just expose them to lots of food. So some other verbal things that you might want to try whenever you are um, in including new foods or unfamiliar foods, you could say things like, let's see, Nina, this came from the plant in the backyard. Could you imagine that? You know, and she's a little young, but she knows that it grew out there and we put it on the plate. And that's a total made up example because this year I did not grow a garden. <laughs> <laughs> but you know she would recognize it and that makes it fun and positive hey did you know that these are super peas and they're gonna help your your and you not get sick that's so cool and if you know there's still resistance I hate peas that's okay you can just leave them there and it's gonna wear on you and it's going to bother you but the more you can teach your kids to have that healthy relationship with food, the more likely they are going to have a healthy relationship with food when they become adults. You know, we want them to grow up to be capable and strong and healthy and have good relationships with their bodies and their food. And it starts when they're little. So you know, this, take this as an episode to help you with your sanity or take this as an episode to raise really good eaters, whatever it might be. Um, I just hope you found some value in this, that some of these tips might be helpful for you and just give yourself some grace. <laughs> it's okay. You are doing a good job. You are trying to do the right thing. And that counts for a lot. So mama, you have got this. It's going to be okay. And someday they're going to be adults and they're going to be cooking you food. So <laughs> teach them right. <laughs> and give them grace. Give, them, give yourself grace and give your kids grace. And just roll with it. It's only a little season and it's going to be okay. So if you found this helpful, if you found this valuable, share it with a friend. You know, the, one of the best ways to spread this message to help other moms is just by casually saying, hey, have you joined this Facebook group? It's pretty cool. Hey, have you listened to the Baby Weight Nutritionist podcast? It's pretty cool. Check it out. Or in a Facebook group, like not, not ours, but somewhere else, if you see somebody who's like, I am struggling with my body. I'm struggling with meals you know, invite them to listen, to join our baby weight support group. That's really helping to just get the message out there. And that's what my mission is to help as many moms as I can break through food rules, break through diet rules, feel good in your body and, you know, do it in the best and easiest way possible. So 
I thank you for listening. I pray over you and your journey and your little ones that you're feeding at home. And I just hope that you found this valuable. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See you guys.